What's up, everybody? BTM Commentary. Zach and I, back at you. What's up, Zach? Saw it. <laughs> We're going to be doing uh, Junior in Love. That's Problem Child Part 3. And this is a special request by our boys, Mario and Antoine Evans. They've been fucking hounding us forever to do this movie. I don't know why. It's uh, stupid. Uh, they, they, they love it, though. They say, like, oh, yeah, part one and two are shit, and uh, the third one's just the greatest movie ever made. And we're going to see. We're going to put it to the test. I'm pretty sure they they always comment on part two especially, and I'm pretty sure they always throw that in every single one of them. Yeah, they always say part two is better than the first one, and they're like, we're like, uh, we disagree. Uh, we like it, but we don't think it's better than the first one. Uh and they're like, no, you guys are fucking fuck boys. Uh, part two's better. You can suck more dicks. And uh, it's pretty dog. So all I can say is this junior in love, it better live up to your hype, guys, because I've never watched it. I've only seen it in passing a couple of times. And I'm like, why am I going to watch this? I'm not. Bye. Click. So we'll see. Well, this is the greatest movie ever made. I saw it once and it was a long ass time ago. It was on like uh, fucking Cinemax or something. Uh, daylight outside. I might have like skipped school that day. Uh, which is funny because I've seen uh, some of my favorite movies on days where I skipped school. I was just watching the fucking movie channels like, uh, you know, uh, fucking Bill and Ted. I, I saw, I discovered that when I was supposed to be at school. It's pretty dog. Never let somebody tell you that education is better, uh, you know, the best thing to have because you skip that shit and you see great movies. How much do you remember the film? Uh, not very much. All right. So this is essentially a blind commentary for the both of us, but let's not waste any more time on silly banter. Let's begin the movie in three, two, one, play. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that fucking earth again. It's not flat. The lion again. Fucking liars. Why they do that? Why bitch gotta lie? I don't know, but we have officially commenced our wasting of our time because that's what this is going to be yeah exactly uh fucking uh anton you guys better love this you guys love this movie we know uh but you, you better love this episode uh juju you look like shit what the fuck happened so look at his dad he's got he's a curly headed fuck all of a sudden what'd that happen it's totally canon <laughs> big ben it says that the uh this movie isn't canon i i think i read for some reason wait so if it's not canon then he's already with Ben Healy. I'm confused. So they... I don't know. I'll, I'll look through these uh, fucking things. I mean, I get it. By the time they made this, Michael Oliver was was way too old to, to sort of fill the shoes of this kind of a role, but that's why you just don't make another one. Yeah, uh, they've already showed him as the uh, devil. Uh, if I remember right, they have him wearing the devil costume again. It's like they watched the first one, and they were they were the anti, uh, you know, Anton and uh, Mario. They were like, "Fuck this uh, part." Uh, you know, what is better than the original? We're gonna disregard. That looks like fucking Murph as a female. Well, and they, and it's another chick yet again, an authority figure with a giant mole on her face, just like the nun. Yeah, part one again. If I remember right, Murph is in this movie. You know what? I think you're right. 
is uh, Principal Strickland. Yes, there he is. Fuck. <laughs> how, how, like, how many years is this after two? Look how much older he looks. Well, he was, I think he was an adult in the second one, too. Yeah, he looked like he, he's like 40 years old now. Look at him. He's got the same voice, though. So, yeah, that's his mom or something. It has to be. He kind of looks, I mean... Does he kind of look like he's missing a chromosome? Is there something wrong with him, Murph? Hopefully. Uh, did he get skinny? Did we uh, find a video of him recently where he was like a skinny dude? Oh, skinny. I was like, what's skinny mean? Let me see. I'll look it up. And we're, uh, we mentioned it on an episode, I think. He looks like a fat Charlie Brown now. He's got that shirt. Look at this Beta Junior. This is Beta Junior. He's smiling and shit. He's not a fucking, uh, he's not as much of a prom child as he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> so what's the... It says Junior in Love, so that's obviously the topic of this. He's getting soft, he's getting fucking... He's getting, falling in love and shit. Like, the, you don't fucking fall in love. Uh, fucking uh, bros before hoes. Is he falling in love incest style with his stepsister from the second one? I think he wants to fuck his teacher. I think that's what's going on. And we're gonna get one of those movies. That's gross. Didn't you look up... Pics of the girl from... He's got a nut on her ball. Didn't you look from... Did you look at pics from the girl, the second one, grown up with him and... Didn't they, like, do a photo shoot, him and Michael Oliver? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, th I think Mac sent us that picture. Okay, he probably did. How is old Mac? Um, just, we were... I was talking to him the other day about fucking uh, Resident Evil 2, and, uh... I've been playing fucking hardcore difficulty... And I'm an hour and 30 minutes in, and I just got to that part where you fucking, you fight, uh, William Birkin the second time. We are on that fucking platform and shit. I always forget that part exists. And, uh, I went in there with no health, uh, and, uh, fucking, I'm having trouble with it. And, uh, I was basically telling him, like, if I don't fucking beat this, uh, within two hours and 30 minutes and, and get that fucking gun that you get for doing that, I'm never trying this again because the fucking hardcore sucks the fun out of fucking this game completely. Fuck this. Well, does it make me want to play it then? And he was like, uh, yeah, I'm on the I, I'm at an hour 30 minutes, and I just got to the outside parking garage. So he's definitely probably not going to make it. Oh, look, that was a great title sequence. It, it looked like it cut for a commercial break there. What the fuck? This movie's great. You sure it wasn't made for TV? It could have been. Uh, it's a nice uh, square aspect ratio we got here. Like, uh, it was shot for TV. No widescreen. He said he never touched her. Oh, oh man, he's getting yeah. He's getting those accusations that are going to come flying at him in, f in the future. Ready? Exactly. Uh, I I always like the sequels that take place after, but for some reason uh, they they recast the character and he looks younger than he did in the first movies, uh, first two. I don't. He looks pretty young in the first one. I don't like this Ben Healy though. No. Like they're not even trying. Who's who's gonna fucking replace the Ritz? Did uh, Big Ben Healy, did he re return for this one, you think? Gilbert Gottfried's back, I just said. Okay, and I, th see here. But I think Big Ben Healy, too. Yeah, Jack Warden. Big Ben, yeah. All right, so it's definitely canon. Uh, for some reason in the trivia, it said it doesn't follow the canon of the first movie. So apparently they're, or they're, it doesn't follow the canon of the, the first two. So apparently they're retconning something. Oh, this is the character that would be uh, John Ritter's wife with a different wig on. I see. 
Blah! See, they're going back to the first movie again, going back to the fucking well. He's he's looking at eight blots. Yeah, uh, Mario Evans, Antoine Evans, this movie already sucks. No, uh, this movie's great. They told us it was great all this time, and they, they talk about how much they hate the first one and love the second one. This, this chick's pretty cute, I fuck her. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Last time we did the past. No, not the, I'm sorry. Past was great. What, what would we do before that? That was terrible. Oh, Pat. Oh. It's bad, yeah. Uh, we're doing fucking uh, requests this year and Antoine Evans and uh, fucking our boy Mario. They they requested this shit. They love this shit. <laughs> this is the dank shit that they love, and uh, they're sharing the dankness with us. What uh, did Michael Oliver do any acting after these films? I don't know. I look. I like how we're we're still talking about the cast of the first two movies. Yeah, this movie, uh, I, I just project their faces onto these actors. I try to pretend the movie's better than it is. Well, I'm going to look at the cast of this movie and see what they're up to. Yeah. I'll look up John Oliver. Uh, would you suck his dick? No, dude. Hey, yeah, it is. Amer- American made-for-television film. Oh, God. And the third and final installment of the Problem Child series. However, it sets off completely different from the second film. In it, Junior is a preteen and is in love with a girl named Tiffany. However, she does not notice him. Things take a mischievous turn when he finds out that there are three other boys interested in her as well. So... Okay, so after Proud Child 2, uh, Michael Oliver was on one episode of uh, Brexel's Class, one episode of Platypus Man, and then in a movie called Dillinger and Capone in 1995. And he played Sam Dalton, and that's the last thing he did. This was made for TV for NBC. I can't imagine NBC actually wasting airtime on this shit. Oh, this is a great movie. Uh, look, uh, he's got... What the fuck is that? Is that the Grinch on this wall? I watched the new Grinch movie. Yeah, with the Benedict Cumberbatch, the animated one? Yeah, that Benedict motherfucker. Uh, you know what? Um, it was way too fucking happy. Go lucky. Like, I always thought the Grinch needed like a fucking ultra-dark uh, Nightmare Before Christmas-esque movie. Uh, like, especially anime like that. And uh, this is fucking uh, way too happy. It's uh, retarded. Uh, the narrator is, uh, he sounds all happy and shit. He sounds like the guy, remember that podcast, uh, Heaven's Gate podcast? He sounds just like that guy. Speaking of Nightmare Before Christmas, I read an article just yesterday that Disney was wanting to revisit that uh, property in some way, whether it's a... They don't. Uh, there wasn't too much information on it yet. They don't know if it's like whether it's a straight up sequel, or if it's a lot, or they're gonna or doing the live action thing that they're doing with Lion King and Aladdin. Don't fucking do like that. What's the point of this shit? Stupid. Well, it's all stupid because I th- I say just leave it alone. You know, it was uh, nobody saw it in theaters when it came out, and it grew its fan base after the fact. Don't release it now. Don't release a sequel because if if they try and do like a legit sequel. It's going to be CGI. You really think they're going to waste the time to do stop motion? Yeah, it would be CGI. It would be CGI. But they could probably uh, stylize it to make it look like stop motion uh, clay. Yeah, I I just don't think it would uh, have the charm. It would be lame. Oh, hey, it's that old bitch from uh, Wedding Singer. She shows up sometimes and stuff. What, the rapper girl? Yeah. Hip, hop, hip, 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 hip,
Yeah, she was in another movie I watched recently. Fucking uh, Fire Walk with Me. Fucking David Lynch, uh, Twin Peaks movie. David Lynch, he's hit or miss with me. Uh, fucking, I watched two of his movies recently. Uh, Twin Peaks movie and uh, fucking Lost Highway, and uh, they're fucking weird. And I'm just like, uh, I'm in the middle with both of them. I've never seen Blue Velvet actually. I like Blue Velvet. I think that's... Everyone talks about that one highly. Also, it's a good one. Oh, there's the object of his affection. Yeah, he's in love again. Uh, they're not going back to the well. Uh, the part two didn't happen, so they're not uh, recycling that. You know, man, but going back to that Nightmare Before Christmas, I, I think that's almost offensive. I, I hope they don't do anything with it. They... They've pretty much revived and revisited that property enough by pimping it out in the Disney stores, and he's out there. Like they take full advantage of of that of that property. So I don't want a sequel. It won't be good. I don't want a live action. I don't want Will Smith Blue Genie in that, right? Because it's yeah, fucking uh, see, make a movie about Murph. Give us a Murph spinoff. Murph or nothing. Yeah, Disney should do that instead. Buy the property of this. That should be uh, that should be the plot of it. He could uh, he could be the guy that invents Murph. Uh, he could make uh, it's like a Nerf uh, offshoot knockoff brand. It's like uh, Murph or nothing, and uh, you throw the Murph football, and it's a uh, dog. And he can merchandise that shit. He he's got the face of like a nine year old kid. Yeah, he's weird. He looks like he's got some kind of disease, some kind of con- condition. I don't know. I would fuck him though. Hey, dude, who is that? Uh, is that not that's Adam Banks and. Oh, that's the little that's the little fucker from Full House. That is that is Derek from Full House. The kid in the middle looks like Fulton Reed from the first Mighty Ducks with that bandana. And the kid on the far right, he played young Gordon Bombay in the Mighty Ducks movie. You know, in the flashbacks. It's just a fucking uh, who's who of fucking uh, washed up nineties kid actors in this movie. But you know, I that's oh, there's Murph, the female Murph. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's a, yeah. That's his sister. Uh, he kind of looks like a fat fucking version of uh, Evil Ed. Like I'd love to see him and uh, Sam Ritter fucking in a porno. Him and uh, you know, our boy. Uh, I, I forget his real name. Evil Ed. He's dog though. Oh, uh, yeah. Sam Ritter. That's the only name we need to know by. Uh, fun fact, Six Degrees, Sam Ritter, John Ritter, related, I think so, Illuminati Exposed, this fucking movie, it's uh, drawn the comparisons, Mortal Kombat Ultra. So, when they set out to remake, or, or reboot, or whatever this is, with Problem Child, they decided to do so without any of the comedy intact? Is that what I'm getting from this? Because... Oh, this is uh, hilarious. Uh, fucking Waldo there from uh, fucking Little Rascals movie. <laughs> Full House Derek, yeah, Waldo as well. His dad was Donald Trump in the Full House movie, or the uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Little Rascals, movie. yeah. Little Rascals. <laughs> That's a, a great movie. And, uh, Look, that uh, his his goon there in the middle looks like Tommy, the Green Ranger. Power Rangers, that bandana. Yeah, or the fucking uh, one of the bullies from uh, fucking Ra- Little Rascals movie. I got that movie on the brain, I guess. Yeah. That's a good movie. I like it. 
I watched that movie all the time growing up, and now I buy my niece watches it, it's on Netflix. Is it really? I might watch that tonight just for fun. It was. You know what? I think we should do a Trump exploitation. We should do a Trump exploitation. Oh, God, I want to blow my head off. He's everywhere. No, we, we got to do all the movies that he ever appeared in. And then we could do all the... Uh, what, uh, Home Alone 2, Little Rascals. I'm going to look up. I know there's more. I know, And we could always do the TV shows he was in as well, like Fresh Prince. Mm. And he was in more than that, too. He literally he has a pretty big... Uh, Cred. We should do that fucking uh, that documentary about him on Netflix. Which one? Uh, whatever the fuck it's called, the deal or whatever the fuck. I don't know. His book, Art of the Deal. Uh, whatever it's called, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm just throwing shit out there that we're never gonna do anyway, because we'll forget about this as soon as we're done saying it. What is this? I'm looking at Donald Trump's uh, filmography right now. The earliest is 1989. He was in the music video for Bobby Brown's On Our Own from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, that was like, uh, he was like a go-to guy to reference uh, in, in the rap game, too. Like, oh, yeah, like, uh, rap was all about having money. So, like, oh, yeah, Trump's got money, uh, we think. He says he does. Let's uh, compare ourselves to Trump. Well, they all liked him. You know, I, I think I heard a Kanye West song that even dr- name dropped mar largo I think. Like, not too, too long ago. Barlago. No, but he was in the video. He wasn't just a reference. And then some movie called Ghost Can Do It. Ghost Can't Do It, I'm sorry, where he played himself, because that's usually what he does. Who was in this movie? Looks like Bo Derek and Anthony Quinn. Interesting. Home Alone 2, of course. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The Little Rascals. Across the Sea of Time. I've never heard of that. He played himself. Oh, he was in the movie Eddie playing himself with Whoopi Goldberg. You remember that? Oh, God. See, the president of the United States was in Eddie with Whoopi. Fuck you. Uh, we have failed as a species. <laughs> he was on an episode of The Nanny. That's the worst show ever. And uh, The Nanny. Would you fuck that chick with that voice? She was hot. Uh, I mean... I wanted to hear her getting fucked. I just, uh, It would just sound amazing, I think. She was on Jack. Do you think that would... Yeah, well, she was a teacher. Do you think that weird... No, she was a mob. I thought she was a teacher. She was uh, one of his friends of mobs. Somebody was a teacher, I don't know. Jennifer Lopez was a teacher. That's right. She was hot as fuck in that movie, too. No, but I wonder if that annoying voice of Fran Drescher's would translate into her being gagged as well. You know what I mean? Hopefully. I'd be dog. Hey, so uh, his next movie after Eddie was the same year as Eddie, 1996, and it was the movie called The Associate, also starring Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, she, he, was a f- he was on the Whoopi train, the Whoopi uh, fucking train. He was uh, riding it, uh, uh, Whoopi. That's weird. Suddenly Susan, he did an episode of that. He was on an episode of The Drew Carey Show, which, by the way, I love The Drew Carey Show. I wish, I wish that would come back to syndication. That hasn't been on in reruns in forever. That's a great show. This is everybody's fucking. Uh, the, the, we love this guy uh, over at the Revival House. We want to fuck his ass and make him humble. Are we talking about Gilbert Gottfried or Donald Trump? Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Why, okay. What the fuck? Well, why would I want to fuck Donald Trump? <laughs> Dude, that looks good, man. They just gagged him with all his marshmallows. Exactly. Uh, that shit ever. You ever uh, get that shit at the dentist chair? No, marshmallows? Uh, no, they're just like fucking uh, cotton, oh, pretty much. No, oh, that's lame. 
Yeah, they're not good. Hey, Gilbert Godfrey has a podcast. Have you have you seen it? No. Yeah, he's got a podcast with somebody else, and I don't really know what the overall theme is. I've listened to a handful of episodes, but they they just talk to a lot of really old timey guests, which is great. They've had a lot of episodes that sort of center around their fascination with old universal horror and stuff. Mm. It's it's really neat. It's actually pretty neat and interesting. Donk. I dig it. Uh, would you fuck him? Does he talk with his real voice on it? He talks, no, he talks with his Gilbert Godfrey persona. Yeah, see, he's like me. I fucking, uh, he, he has to do the voice when he does a podcast, too. The only time I've ever heard him doxed as you know is when Howard Stern put his voicemail on the air. Mm-hmm. And I think this is after their their relationship was severed because he used to be on the Stern show a lot. And somewhere along the way, there was a falling out. I don't know what happened, but ever since then, yeah, he had played a, a voicemail he left for Howard in the studio. And he was just talking normal. Like, hi, Howard, it's Gilbert. And, uh, you know, just calling to say, uh, I'll be... Oh, fucking what, uh, what, uh, Benedict Arnold fucking, uh, letting his, uh, real persona out there. Fucking, uh, fuck that guy. Uh, put that up there for everyone to hear. Hey, D. Trump, he was in this episode of the show called Nightman. I've never heard it before, but it looks just like. Master of the day, man. <laughs> it looks like Bible Man, though. <laughs> the, That's dog. I'll have to send you a picture of it, but it looks like Willie Ames' Bible Man. Uh, he was on an episode of Spin City. That was a good show. Uh, the movie 54 with Mike Myers. You're on this Trump kick. Uh, none of this shit sounds appealing to me. Zoolander, celebrity. I mean, I just think it's interesting. I mean, we could uh, Actually, we can't do it because a Trump exploitation would take way longer than like a Polly Shore exploitation. He's been in more stuff. And he'd literally be on screen for like five seconds each in every movie. And he always plays himself. Yeah, it's just cameos. Uh, he can't fucking act. You want you want him on your set longer than five fucking uh, seconds. Check out that image I just sent you on your phone. I think I heard it. You probably want to turn that off. But yeah, Nightman. It looks a lot like Bible Man. That's dog. That is dog. We should uh, watch that. It probably is uh, like that. That'd be dog. Well, why haven't we done a Bible Man movie yet? I don't know. I'd say we could have a Kirk Cameron exploitation and do the rest of his movies, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if enough people liked the uh, Saving Christmas one. <laughs> you know, yeah, that was the worst movie we've ever done. Probably, we'd have to get enough fan support to do more Kirk Cameron stuff, like Fireproof or something, or or Left Behind. Oh, that. Uh, fireproof uh, that's uh you know uh i want to see him get caught on fire and, uh you know not die i don't know which movie it is it might be fireproof i can't remember he did a movie where it might be fireproof because i think he played a fireman but basically the overall theme of it was his marriage was falling apart because he was addicted to pornography right is that real is that a real addiction i don't know I think it is for sure. Yeah, all the studies I've heard seem to make it seem like, oh, it's usually uh, people are depressed and then they self-medicate and then they can overdo it. I I don't know where you're getting your sources, but that sounds like apparently it it doesn't fucking hit the receptors of your brain like drugs does. 
Okay, well, regardless, it's a slippery slope. It's a hole people get down in, and, and it makes things not good. I think we should all be watching porn right now. Uh, we, let's do it. I think you could totally be addicted to it. Uh, but I don't know. From what I heard, the science uh, isn't there. Well, does it? your science is stupid. You're right. I agree with you. It is stupid. Uh, you know what? It's probably one of those things where uh, addiction is probably just the wrong word. Well, ha- hold on. How do you explain then people that get addicted to the gym, right? Or people get addicted to like bulimia and stuff. The pump. Or, or, or bulimia, the, the the adverse. Like, what's your explanation there? I've never even heard those as uh, as explained as addictions. Well, okay. What would you call them? Conditions? Would you call them? What would you call them? Uh, uh f- well, bulimia. It, there's nothing uh, good about the uh, go to the gym is fine. Uh, bulimia is a different thing, though. I know they're different, but people get ex- addicted to it just the same. People get addicted to the gym. I don't think they get addicted to like, oh man, my my fucking finger it just gradually goes towards my mouth. I can't stop it. I I think that it's just like they think they're fat and shit. They got the body dysmorphia. Okay, so what about the gym though? I mean, maybe you don't you you don't relate to that, but people do. Uh, people overdo it. People just like just like eating or binge eating. People overdo the gym as well, and maybe it all connects to the whole self image thing. But regardless, man, we're not trying to get scientific or anything as far as what constitutes an addiction or not scientifically. Bottom line is people take it way too far and they uh, fall into a fucking rabbit hole with it. They fall into the hole and you can't get out of that hole. When you get inside the hole, you got to get out of the hole. How do you get out of the hole? I don't know. I don't know. But we're finding out. We're, we're, we're striving. So is he having fucking wet dreams about marrying this little girl? Hopefully, hopefully we're going to see that. Hopefully we're going to see him wake up and have to change his sheets. This, uh, this junior is try hard to me. He's a fucking try hard bitch. Fuck him. No, actually, to be honest, he's not trying hard enough. He is. He doesn't feel like junior. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. And he is a try hard motherfucker. And I know that. I know that he is. Calm down, Troll McGee. Jeez. (laughs) You started off all right. Now your voice and your... Your, your tempo of your voice is speeding up. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do that, where I can just control it, and I can I, I can hold it. I can use my autism wisely, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think it's appropriate now, because... I don't know. Uh, a funny thing happened to me. Uh, I, w- I went to Walmart uh, the other day, and I just thought of this. It is, it's funny. I wanted to bring it up on another episode, but I completely forgot. It was dark, though, because uh, I-, I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember what it was. And so I'm, I'm walking through. I'm just going to get something. I think I got like something for a sandwich or something. I was out. So I go there. I'm leaving. It's like uh, 4 in the morning or something. I just got off work. And I'm walking uh, towards you know the door and uh, listen to a podcast. So, you know, my hearing isn't, uh, it's being preoccupied, though, you know. And so I'm walking, and uh, fucking all of a sudden, this guy wearing a hat of like uh, a, a place I used to work, he starts like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I, I'm like, oh, uh, hey. like, I didn't recognize him, but uh, I, I noticed his hat. So I'm like, oh, he must recognize me from when I worked there, uh, like, three years ago or something. So, yeah, I'm sitting there, uh, not really hearing him very good, but I, I'm making out some things, because I'm listening to my podcast still. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we came here. He's got his wife with him. He's like, yeah, we came here. We got to get Coke Zero, because she, she, yeah, she doesn't like the, the normal stuff. It, it hurts her stomach. She's like, I don't like the normal stuff. It hurts my tummy. And uh, it's a uh, fucking just uh, chaos is going on because I'm hearing uh, the two conversations at once in my earphones and uh, them. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the fucking uh, you know uh, uh, house guest thing with Sinbad. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like mingling with people and he's acting like he you know. I'm just fucking faking it. And anyway, like uh, you know, we get like I don't know uh, three, four sentences in, and then. Uh, for some reason, I look to my left, and I notice there's an older guy walking towards us, and he's kind of like, he's got a look on his face like he's part of the conversation. And I'm like, what the fuck is this idiot doing? What the fuck's he doing? And, and so I'm looking back and forth. I'm like, uh, I'm starting to put it uh, together in my mind. Like, uh, oh, uh, they're not talking to me. They're talking to that guy. And I'm looking like a fucking retard because I'm sitting here... Uh, acting like I'm talking to them and uh, they're not acknowledging me at all. I, I realized that then. Uh, so then I just uh, slowly walk away and it was pretty fucking funny. It was dark. Yeah. I hate it when you tell stories in your troll voice, by the way. It's exhausting. Because <laughs> it's... Cause, uh, I mean, uh, just just tell the story, bro. Because you could have told that story in about 10 seconds. <laughs> No, I, I had to. I uh, everything I said was strategically thought out. Like if I just said if I if I said that in ten seconds, it wouldn't have been uh, fucking as embarrassing as it was when it happened. Mm, it's exhausting because you just end up repeating stuff a million times before you actually move on to the next part of the story. What did I repeat? You can suck my dick. Because you're trying to be this Bobcat Goldthwait guy, where you can't quite enunciate. You know, it's it's really weird. Hey, I'm not very articulate, so fucking you're you're fucking uh, mocking my uh, my handicap. Well, that's fine. I'll do it all day. I'm not I'm not very articulate, and uh, I I find that offensive. Good. Fucking uh, making fun of retarded people on the podcast. Fuck Aaron, prick. So do you feel me. Do you feel good, Aaron? Are you satisfied? <laughs> I feel great. Do you feel like suicide? I think you should. No, I think you should, Aaron. I think you should. I think you should contemplate fucking editing it all because you made fun of a retard on the show while he was trying to tell you a fun story. But it wasn't a fun story. It was a fun story, and you're lying. It's a story that we could all relate to, which would have been good if you told it like a normal person. But you're not. Uh, I am a normal person. Uh, do I seem uh, abnormal to you? I didn't say you weren't a normal person. I'm saying you didn't tell it like a normal person. Normal people, uh, fucking, they're boring. Uh, you gotta be extra ordinary. To make it in this world, Aaron. Uh, and you're going to learn that someday. you got to learn that. Anyway, how was your last week? I spent the last week away. I went back home across the country. Yeah, tell us about that, you fuckboy. All right, I'm I'm not going to record this, Zach. I'm, gonna be, I'm seriously going to stop. I'm joking. Go ahead. It's, it's not funny, dude. I'm writing something down. All right. Fuck me. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I don't even know what I was going to say. Uh, what have you been up to? What would you do out of town? I fucking hung out with my family, man. In Missouri, in the freezing cold, in your neck of the woods, in the Midwest. Froze my nuts off. It was so cold. Oh. I ate every day. I was lazy. 
It was terrible. My little brother, he had uh, a cyst, an abnormal cyst growing on his ass. And it was very interesting. And he was pretty much down for the count the whole week. And then I took him to the doctor where they had to lance it after he was pretty much wearing like a hot pad diaper all week. And it was rank. It stank like ass. It was vomit inducing. It was so disgusting. And the doctor, he pulled out a clump, a big old ball of like two, three inch long hairs out of this fucking cyst. It was nasty. I was dog. It was gross. It was, it was like Dr. Pimple Popper, the show. That's a dog show. Yeah, it was. This was nasty. I mean, if it wasn't. If, if if the picture was of me, I would send it to you, but I have a picture of my brother's ass. I'm not, since it's him, I'm not going to send it to you. But uh, it's fucking gross, dude. It was real bad. Anyway, he has to get surgery because while he temporarily relieved it after him dealing with it for almost a week, he said, you basically have a giant sack in there under your skin that is basically another cyst. He's like, you got a big sack with a bunch of fucking ingrown hairs and it's just going to keep popping up and you're going to have this issue. Yeah, you get that from shaving. You get ingrown hairs and they they form a cyst with hairs. And that, 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 that's one of the reasons I don't like to shave. Well, he's got uh, he's got a really hairy ass. Really hairy uh, ass. Like, I, I'll shave with the razor, but I don't close shave the face very often. Yeah, I um, I don't like to close shave either. I mean, I the only thing I close shave is when I cut it, you know, around the jaw, and I, I do that. But I don't know, man. It made me scared. I've had a cyst before. I got a cyst on my ear, though, so it wasn't um, the worst place in the world. My brother, it being where it was located on his lower back into his ass... He couldn't. Oh. It, that that was the worst effect I've ever seen in my life. That that was a great effect. That was amazing. That was this the worst. Was great. That was the worst effect I've ever seen. In my life. And Todd, you motherfucker, you showed us the dang shit. That's our boy, Anton and Mario. They they good motherfuckers. Yeah, this movie sucks, guys. Where would we be without Anton and uh, Anton Levey? I want to call him. He's uh, he's our boy. I don't know, but I'm trying to find you this really quick. This picture actually. It's nasty. Uh, you were hanging out with your mom. That reminds me. I was hanging out with my mom the other day. And she was watching uh, fucking uh, uh, Big Brother. You know that show? Yeah, I remember. Is that still on the air? It is. They're doing like a, a celebrity Big Brother season. And uh, fucking Tom Green was one of the contestants on it. Oh, that looks like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a pussy. I just want to lick it. Pussy. <laughs> rub my face all out. We'll rub the beaver up and down my face. <laughs> but yeah, a pussy. If you can't do that. No, but anyway, nobody ahead. knows what we're talking about. And uh, well, he just showed me a picture of his uh, his brother's ass. So <laughs> it's nasty. Asshole. And that wasn't even when it was at like full like come to a head. That was. That was a couple days before. It ended up looking really like much worse. But anyway, I guess he was swollen all over, and it's gross. Yeah, he's got the sack in there where it's gonna have probably more giant clumps of hair up in there and stuff. And they said if he gets it surgically removed, that'll take care of the issue. But so he's gonna do that in the next couple of weeks. But he's got a really hairy ass, basically. <sighs> I mean, and that's the problem. So he doesn't shave his ass. So. Yeah, basically, what my story's going to, uh, before I forget, uh, I, I accidentally uh, cussed in front of my mom for the first time ever. 
First time? 29 years. Never said a cuss word in front of my mom. I accidentally really? did. Uh, we were hanging really? out watching. Yeah, we were watching uh, Big Brother. And uh, fucking, uh, she, she was laughing at something Tom Green was saying. And uh, basically, uh, Tom Green got voted out on the episode. And I'm like, oh, of course. Uh, the fucking uh, most entertaining thing about the show is gone now. Uh, fuck, they're great at this. But uh, see, sometimes I, I test out my material on my mom. Like, uh, like uh, autism grenades. I uh, originally uh, originated while I was watching TV with my mom one time. Um, we have a funny relationship. But yeah, I was watching it. And I'm like, uh, uh, I went to say like, oh, I'm going to freaking lob autism grenades. But I said, I'm going to fucking lob. <laughs> and then I immediately stopped and started laughing. Like, and she's like, what the fuck? What'd you just say? And I was like, I didn't mean to say that. It was, it was weird. We both laughed, but it was weird because, uh, yeah, that was the first time I ever actually did that. It was dog. That's hilarious to me that you would be bashful about slipping a naughty word in front of your mom. Because I'm assuming your mom cusses, right? Yeah. Okay. So it sounds a lot like my family where you were raised on a do as I say, not as I do type of thing. Your parents probably swore and all that stuff, but you guys didn't swear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but now that you're an adult, I'm surprised you give, you care. You still care about that. I don't know. I just, I uh, never felt comfortable doing it for my mom. I gotcha. But what's even more funny is the fact that it's you, right? You say (laughs) the jokes you say. I mean, do you sit there and lobbing autism grenades? That's not a swear word, but that's pretty offensive still. So, yeah, she, she, after that, we, we went back to Washington. She, uh, it went back to Tom Green because he's getting voted out. She's like, I bet Tom Green never cussed in front of his, uh, Bob. And I was like, no, he just fucking painted sluts on their car. All right. So, and she was like, what? And I was like, you never, you don't remember that? The Slutmobile. See, I watched that show growing up and she knew I watched that show and liked it, but she never watched it with me. It's funny because back whenever, uh, fucking Freddy Got Figure came out, I made her and my dad watch it with me. And that's pretty dog. So, I'm going to go out on a limb and also assume that you don't tell any of your off color, like, for example, pedophilia jokes in front of her either. Um, not often. So I have a question. So if you're, if you're, ex- your whole thing about the troll persona on the podcast is you can't help yourself, right? When you said that, like, I can't help it. I just, it's, it's, it's a compulsive thing at this point. I think that's why I accidentally cussed her forever, finally. No, no, but, but why? Oh, I was going to say, how come it's, how come none of that stuff is compulsive around your mom? You don't tell those jokes. You don't slip that humor. You don't do any of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. See, that proves to me right there that you do know how to differentiate place, time and place and where you're at and what to say, when to say it, where not to say it. Uh, I do hit on some of those jokes, uh, just not as much. Can I help you? you, you don't Did you fuck this chick, though? She's attractive, yeah. You don't go full on with like, hey, uh, I want to fuck Tum Tum in the ass. and No, not that far. Okay. All right. Good. It's per dog. But yeah, this chick is cute. I'd fuck her. I'd fuck Big Ben. I'd fuck uh, Mr. Healy, that curly-headed fuck all of a sudden. Well, when did he get that perb? I want to know. What, what happened to LaWanda? Yeah, fucking Big Ben was uh, gonna bury her, I thought. So he already left her and married that maid chick he was fighting with, I guess. I mean, he's got his uh, business intact. 
He's a ladies man, exactly. Uh, look at that treadmill, man. That would scare me because the belt's not very wide. It's really narrow. Oh, they gotta do the, oh, here it goes, here it goes, goes, and here it goes, goes, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's a dog video. This is the worst montage in a scene I've ever seen in my life. You quit fucking, uh, front. This is great. Fucking, uh, you just don't want our boys to know that you love their movie. Yeah, it's not very good. That's amazing. What else do we have on the agenda as far as requests go? We gotta do a good one next. Like, one that we like. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got some stuff in there, baby. This movie honestly would have been a good candidate for that new podcast that we were we've been talking about behind the scenes. Yeah, should we should we uh, unleash that? We're talking about a do a podcast. We probably shouldn't tell them the name until we secure that. Well, let's uh, let me look at it right now. But essentially, uh, it's not it's not an if. I'm totally down with it. Basically, Zach and I are going to launch a new podcast. It's going to be classic style podcast, and it's I think it's essentially going to be what the old BTM used to be before it transitioned into commentaries, right? Just a classic style podcast. Mm -hmm. We'll figure out a format. Um, Zach had an idea of... Basically, it's 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 my way of uh, getting Aaron to watch all the movies he's been telling me over the years that he's never seen. Like uh, last week, he said, "I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut," so that's on my list. Uh, don't watch that. We got to make that the first time you see that when we do an episode talking about it. But but we're gonna watch it in preparation, totally in in seclusion, and then do exactly. the exactly. And then it'll it'll also have our uh, shoot the shit episodes that we had on BTM too. So, there is a Weebly website with that name that we, we you came up with, Zach. Oh, really? And they do reviews. And there are YouTube links on these reviews. They're all, like, they're all links to their YouTube channel. So, like, Ant-Man movie review. And it'll have the YouTube video clip. That's all, right? There's nothing. But... All the videos are taken down. They're all unavailable. So they might not exist anymore. And they might not be a podcast. But yeah, yeah, everything. Okay, so from the looks of this website, it's it's long dead because they only have uh, like 10 reviews. And it's like Maggie, Mad Max Fury Road, Insidious Chapter 3. You know, Jurassic World, the first one, mm. Avengers Age of Ultron. So it looks like it's been dead for like four years, right? Right. Oh, fucking Robin Williams is showing up in the movie. It looks like him. <laughs> it's not, though. Yeah, I, I don't think this has any activity since 2015, man. This might totally be dead. Uh, should we just tell the name? Well, let me just double check. I'm going to try and look up the YouTube channel. Because by now we might actually already have it all secured and stuff, too. So I'm just going to look up one more time. Because it's a great name, but since it's so clever, I, I just have a heart. It, it very well could have already been spoken for, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it does have a ring to it. Um... But you know what? I just looked on YouTube, found nothing. All I found was that website that looks dormant for the last four or five years. I think it, I think it's up for grabs now. Now I'm going to look one more place. I'm going to look for a podcast. Give me just a moment here. I looked on podcast, didn't see anything. I saw an episode called that on some podcast. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's... 
there's hmm no there's there's nothing here man i think we can say it why not so basically once you unveil it you came up with the title zach so why don't you tell them it's the cinema enema podcast we're gonna fuck it out we're gonna douche your assholes with our cinema knowledge we're gonna fucking clean it out with some fucking vinegar saline solution <laughs> we're, we're gonna figure out format i like zach's idea however i also i also want it to be a platform for us to do what we used to do and that was talk about news bits too you know so, exactly so, the, the 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 opening of the yeah. episodes will be like yeah because the old the old btm used to be we'd have a movie topic it'd be a review a, a film of topic or maybe we had two but in the at the beginning, we talk about news first, and we'd have like intermissions, and it was a whole deal. So as long as we could talk about that stuff, and it's a good way to involve all you guys as well, because you guys, we'll figure out a way for you guys to submit topics for us to talk about. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you that like uh, uh, we're, we're thinking about doing it. Like, oh, I pick it up a movie, we do it, and then Eric picks it, and we we go back and forth, and uh, we we ran it by Josh James to see if he wanted to be on. Uh, as a uh, host, or at least you know, t- uh, like every once in a while, jump on as a co-host, and uh, he gave us the thumbs up. But we, uh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll come on like he does normally with our other show. So th- this commentary is, it's not a big deal. I think it's cool. In fact, maybe Riverman will be more enticed to come on something like that too, mm-hmm. right? Because he hasn't had to put any work, right? I mean, at this point, Riverman finds it taxing to have to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but maybe since there's no movie involved um, necessarily, he can uh, feel inclined to join. So we have that one for the shoot the shit episodes, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think they should all sort of have that kind of flow and vibe to it, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, if we've seen the movie, which sounds like we're going to be prepared in that sense, it will will be shooting the shit and talking about it. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, and then also. We can talk about the Josh James one, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, who was he co-hosting that with? I forget his name. Fuck. Uh, from uh, No Fucking Way Podcast. Oh, No Fucking Way Podcast. All right. So Josh James and this other guy, uh, which Josh has vouched for him. I guess he's pretty cool. Uh, and the other guys from uh, the Married with Children podcast, uh, Alex Edwards. He, was, uh, he also did uh, Skeleton Crew. Uh, and, uh, he's on uh, Banana Laser with uh, our boy uh, from uh, also from Josh's uh, R-rated uh, Mademoiselle. Okay, and basically they started a brand new commentary that's uh, action movie centric. So, and I think they've already got two episodes in the pipeline. I, I think I think they're just about done. So maybe uh, who knows? I, I guess it's possible that if you're listening to this right now, there might be one up. I don't really know how they're doing it, but I think what they're going to do is. It's going to be a monthly thing to start, and they're kind of getting ahead of the game. It's not a time-sensitive podcast. So anyway, uh, basically, we got a lot of stuff coming at your way. We're trying to flesh out the Revival House more and more, as we've promised. And uh, yeah, got a couple more shows for you guys. So Yeah, we'd like to make uh, the Cinema Enema one uh, kind of at least uh, monthly, like once a month at least. Yeah, at least for sure. 
And that should be a lot easier to record and edit because, uh, like, uh, fun fact, whenever we uh, record these, you know, we can't, if we say something and a joke doesn't land or fucking anything happens, like our, our computer's buffer, we gotta fucking uh, rewind it, resync it. Uh, see, uh, on that one where, you know, it doesn't have to sync with the movie, uh, anything that isn't funny or entertaining could just get cut out and shit like that's uh, dark. Yeah, I don't know. What was that? What was that? I, this? This is not relevant to anybody listening. That maybe I'm not even supposed to be talking about it. What was that idea you pitched about BTM slowly becoming something else, like begin the movie? I did it. I did it at the oh, start. Yeah. Of, I did it at the start of this one just to see if I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was talking like, oh, yeah, fucking, uh, we, we changed the name to just BTM. And I never said like, oh, uh, we should, uh, yeah, I said like, we should start uh, saying, let's begin the movie. And then people could say, oh, the, is that what it means? But really, we wouldn't have to change the name. And uh, begin the movie, it pretty much tells you exactly what we fucking do on a podcast. Yeah, I'm going to try and make it stick. I'm going to see if I can do it every episode. And I guess anybody that's listening to this episode, you're in on it. All right. So shh, keep it down. That's what we're going to try and do for everybody else. But everybody knows, I think. Oh, I guess anybody that's like a, a that's adopted us late in the game, they don't know. But BTM stands for behind the mask because that's what our podcast was originally titled in full. And um, it just stuck. So we're just BTM, though. No one says behind the mask anymore, really. So but I'm kind of cool. Yeah. I kind of like the the mystery behind it yeah it could be fucking uh bipolar uh titty uh maggots too that's donk no but there's a lot of things that do that 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 start out as one thing and then they switch to abbreviations they don't change the name but obviously their uh mantra is is different than than when it began so Mm -hmm. ign's like that yeah this movie, uh, I just got like a, a fucking Dennis the Menace vibe. That's a movie we should do. You ever see that movie? Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know if I actually watched it. Well, fuck it. Uh, Christopher Lloyd played a pedophile, greasy motherfucker. This is dumb. This is dumb. You, get, you know who plays the mob in that movie? Fucking Leia Thompson. Hot as fuck. Milf. Yeah, would you rather have her or her daughter? Uh, both at the same time? Yeah. She has blonde hair in the movie, too. She, yeah, she, yeah. Before I forget, on the topic of Cinema Enema, you know what I had as an idea for, I mean, we can do years. That's not a big deal. At least for my first pick of a movie to do. Because mm-hmm. we were both talking about wanting to revisit it. Blade Runner. Got, Blade Runner. Hell yeah. So I already mentioned that I've only watched Blade Runner once, and I couldn't tell you which cut I watched, and it didn't do anything for me as much as I wanted it to. I think, Zach, you said you hadn't watched it, right? I've seen it a long time ago. So same thing. I think that would be applicable. I think we should watch Blade Runner and let that be one of the first episodes for sure, and that'd be a fun topic. Yeah, and I want, I want, uh, uh, my first pick is going to be that movie I always uh, tried to get you to watch to talk about, fucking happiness. Okay. I'd be down. And you know what? In hindsight, I wish we would have came up with this idea and concept uh, about five months ago. That way we didn't have to fucking waste all that stress doing both Alien movies, Alien 3. Because <laughs> that's exactly what we could have did for this, right? Hey, never say never. Maybe in a year or two when we forget about all the fucking shit that caused us, we'll uh, tackle it again. 
Because that wasn't an idea originally to do both commentaries and then do a fucking another episode where we talk about them and, uh, stuff. And it sucks because it's, uh, like I said, I don't think we have to be strict on we've never seen the movie before, but I think that's where we should do our pitch for the Hellraiser too, because we talked about doing Hellraiser one and two. Oh, hell yeah. So we could, that'd be a great way to discuss it because that's a great debate to have Hellraiser one or two. And if two's any good or not, I'm on the fence that it's not that good, and obviously a lot of people think it's really good, so. Yeah, you want to set, like, a day to fucking uh, do the first episode and uh, let people know like, which movie we're going to do for, I'm fine doing your movie first if you want. Well, I don't know the date because we're not doing it live. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, set, like, when we're going to record, and then people uh, could, uh, like, give us questions based on the movie we're watching. So I would say we're we're kind of ahead on commentaries, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. So and you know what? It might. Here's what I want to do. I I want to get a little bit more ahead on commentaries, and I think a way to do that is, and it also falls in line with doing requests. We've had requests to do more. Are you afraid of the dark? I think we should knock out a couple of those short episodes, like Are You Afraid of the Dark or Twilight Zones and stuff. Because people really, people seem to like those. I think we should take one night this next week to knock out a couple of those to stack even more. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be like three deep. And then I don't see why this weekend, this coming weekend, we can't uh, do our first cinema anima. Hell yeah. Which which version of the movie uh, of, uh, what's it called? Blade Runner, you want to I think we should do the director's cut. See, that's the version we both saw. We both were just like, eh. But I don't remember. So, I don't remember which version I saw. I have no idea. Which one's yeah, the one that's, that's which? Which is the one that's revered? Which one is the one people like? I don't know. I, I've heard people different opinions, but I, a, a lot of people say they don't like the director's cut because there was a scene added that was never even shot for the movie. It was left over from another movie he made, and he taxed it into that movie. So we'll figure it out. We'll do our research and find out which is the one to watch, like the definitive version. That's the one we'll watch. And uh, so, yeah. So right now we're recording this. Well, like I said, we're, we're ahead of the game. It doesn't... Fuck, Zach. We're, we're ahead, man, because technically as of this recording, we have another one that hasn't come out yet. So I don't know what to tell him. Yeah. Because I'm, t- I'm talking to you in real time. In real time, uh, it is... February 12th. I'm doxing our timeline of stuff here. But February 12th. So this upcoming weekend, I wouldn't have any problem doing like an episode of Are for the Dark and the first episode of Cinema Anima, if that makes sense. All right. I think that'd be fun. So now. So like I said, man, if Zach's real fast and he wants to work a certain way, well, then maybe that fucking episode's already out. I don't fucking know. I, I can't keep track because we're ahead. We are ahead. Uh, we've got uh, cockheads uh, that are ahead. The cockheads are. See, you try to make a joke of it, and it just doesn't work. And uh, you, you take it in your stride. I also have an episode of Deep End in the bag, but I, I, I don't... That kid saying he was wet gave me a boulder. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> that was fucking disgusting. <laughs> I have, we have an episode of Deep End in the bag, and I'm not sure. I, I need to take my time with it, and I have to listen to it and to see how I like it, because it's just, I don't know. Zach, did you actually listen to it? I thought it was good, baby. Did you think it was good? 
Mm-hmm. So that's that's not the issue I have with it because I I think it's a good podcast, but it's just kind of sensitive material, and it's really tough when you're involving other people. Um, so I don't know. I want to listen to it myself and then kind of give it the okay and. We'll see. But regardless, I want to do another deep end here soon that uh, Zach and I, I want Zach on for it. And even Josh James, uh, I think you guys would both be great for the topic, but especially Zach. And so, I don't know, maybe we can knock that out sometime in the next couple of weeks for fun and just kind of keep it on the back burner. Because I'd like to be able to put out more deep ends, but we'll see what's up. Mm-hmm. I need to, We need to do a one-on-one deep end interview with Riverman and ask him why the fuck he doesn't come on our show anymore. Like, what's really bothering him? Yeah, I don't know, Dad. I don't know, Dad. Why he depressed, dude? <laughs> this movie uh, is dark, though. Uh, we, we haven't been talking about it for a while. It's pretty dark. It sucks. It's not good at all. <laughs> Have you watched any of that new stuff on Netflix? Did you ever watch the Dahmer uh, thing? or Not Dahmer, fuck. Uh, Bundy? I started it. And didn't finish and he, it? Didn't finish it yet. I started watching uh, Origins of the New Black never watched it because I started uh, like I watched the first season of Glow like yes the, a year ago and then I watched the second season and I enjoyed it and I'm like oh the, I guess the same person that works on this uh, created that show so I, I thought I'll check that out and uh, I, I was thinking it was going to be way more comedy driven but it's kind of uh, there's a bit of like the uh, fucking uh, prison uh, you know shitty prison stuff uh, raping and shit going on it's not like Oz exactly but it, it, there's more comedy in there than that it only wishes it was Oz man yeah fucking Wizard of Oz too that's a dark movie People forget, man. Time moves on, and we come out with so much more content, but people forget how great Oz was. That was such a good show, man. Yeah, he fucking, uh, he fucking hucks all those uh, guys out of fucking, they're like, yeah, I'll give you a brain, I'll give you this shit, and then, uh, you know, don't, don't pay attention to the guy behind the curtain, then he fucking, you know, he leaves, uh, fucking, uh, you know, the, the big balloon, is he's a fucking dog. Well, Zach's talking about a different Oz, another good Oz, but the one I'm talking about has Detective Elliot Stabler making out with the guy who played Chet in the Weird Science TV show a lot. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the other Oz, uh, there's uh, that part where the chick has all the heads, too. What? Yeah, see, that's, that's Return to Oz. That's a dog movie, too. Hey, uh, did, what about that new documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight? Have you seen that uh, advertised? I did watch that. That was uh, pretty good. It's... Uh, I fell asleep, but just because I was real tired, I watched about half of it. I'm going to finish it. Those fucking parents are shit. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to finish it tonight, but I only wa- I got through the first half. Dude, how fucked up is they were both cheating on each other with the same guy? <laughs> like, How's Doc? That guy, that guy's ultra troll level. Was he that charming to where he could sit there and fuck, get the husband to fucking go down. That him, him describing that story about how he was in the car was disturbing me a lot. It was... The, 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 the husband's a closet gay. Obviously. He's, like, <laughs> he's just like, I need relief. So I reached over. I've been waiting for this. And I relieved him. It was the worst decision of my life. I cheated on my wife. Like, is that all it really... <laughs> you think? You think if you were the guy telling the story, like the husband, you would make it sound... 
to your favor. Like, man, but no, he himself made it sound like he didn't take any convincing at all. He asked me to relieve him and I did it. Like, all right. Well, he was waiting his whole life, as you said, to do that. I mean, it's just so weird. I don't know. I've always seen cocks coming and wanted to stroke them. But, you know, I, uh, I'm a Mormon and I can't do that. Oh, they were Mormons, right? This guy came along. Yeah. Yeah, they were Mormons. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole thing is weird. I got to finish it, but that guy, man, that guy's devil incarnate. How much work he put into his like ultimate master plan of marrying a little girl in Mexico and fucking this kid and fucking her dad and mom to get to the kid and parents are that oblivious. Oh, it's just disgusting. And then he told the the kid that like, oh yeah, we're we're on a mission from aliens. Uh, I gotta impregnate you, and she believed it. That blew my mind. That that blew my absolute mind. And I'm not mad at the kid because kids could be manipulated or whatever, but I just I'm almost wowed that guy came up with that idea. Like everything was just so crafted in a certain way. I don't I don't know, it's absolutely And he knew she would just accept that. Oh well, I mean, I guess we gotta do it. I mean we gotta we gotta breed. Better do what the aliens say. You'll breed well. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm looking forward to finishing it, but gives me the heebie-jeebies. It does, and that's what's so great about uh, you know the heebie-jeebies. You get it, you're like, what the fuck? I got this shit, and uh, you can't get rid of it. I'm trying to think of all the documentaries or docu. Well, it's kind of refreshing that that's actually just a documentary, like not parted out as a series. Yeah. Which, which to be honest with you, that's what the that's probably what the uh, Ted Bundy one should have been because the Ted Bundy one only works out to be like four and a half hours. They could have just made that a really long doc. But mm-hmm. I'm sure once Netflix bought it, they're like, well, we got to part this thing out because people like to binge watch. And I'm like, well, couldn't they just binge watch it if it was just a four and a half hour doc? I'm like, you don't understand how they work. They they, they get gratification out of there being more episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think it's one of those things where people want to see episodes. Yeah. Uh, maybe because it creates ideal stopping points for them. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm trying to think of my favorite docuseries that's come out from Netflix. I think I think the one I enjoyed the most to date was The Staircase. Mm. You know. That one wasn't even originally by Netflix. They uh, picked it up and then added to it, though. Really? Well, I thought that was the case with most of them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but... Uh, what was the uh, what was the one about the cult? What was that, was that called? Wild Wilds Country? Or- oh yeah, something like that. That one was pretty good, but I, I don't think I liked that one as much as Riverman did. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty good. I but I liked the staircase. That one was most riveting. Riveting. They should just just go to all documentaries. That's I mean, people love Netflix docs. Just, just fuck all the other shit they put out. Just put out doc series. That's great. Did you watch that documentary, uh, documentary Shirkers or whatever it's called? Uh, what's that about? That was pretty decent. Like uh, the lady that makes the documentary. When she was a kid, she wrote a movie, and uh, her and her friends uh, basically fucking uh, guerrilla film made this movie. The uh, hired actors uh, and the, like they live in like Singapore or something. And uh, they got, like, uh, an older guy to kind of be the producer who befriended them and shit. And uh, 
he he claimed to have ties to Hollywood. Like, oh yeah, I've worked on uh, movies uh, with uh, this uh, famous guy and stuff. And it, he just he was a weird fucking dude that like disappeared and took their film with them, and uh, they never saw it for years. And shit. It, it was just a weird story. Hmm. It's interesting though. Yeah, sounds like it. Did you see the news today that uh, Jack Osborne is coming out with a, a paranormal show, investigative show? Yeah, you showed me that. Who was the chick with the video camera, though? That's all I cared about. Yeah, she was pretty cute, but I, I just thought it was funny how he's like, this isn't your ordinary paranormal investigative show. I'm like, yeah, by that. We're going to do all the shit they do. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, by him saying that means it's pretty much your run-of-the-mill typical paranormal. <laughs> Maybe there's something he's not telling us yet. Maybe he's going to go there and jack off in all the haunted places. Maybe that's his gimmick. I'm going to go here and jack off uh, where Lizzie Borden uh, fucking killed the, the, her dad or wherever. I'm going to jack off right in his chair. We're going to see if we can provoke the spirit. That'd be pretty dog. Zach, I'm already pulling up our comments. Uh, I thought you were just going to unload on me. Like, Zach, you're really fucking annoying me right now. No, you're... I already did that. I did that earlier. But... No, 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 no. I was like, fuck. I'm already pulling out my comments here because... Lately, we've been getting a lot of them, which is great. I love it. So I really need to start subscribing to Zach's idea of marking them, like, like them as <laughs> as I go through them. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I can't remember where I left off. Did, did I... Did I read the, the Night of the Demons 2 commentary? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think I read that one. I think I know where I'm at. Did I did I read our recommendation to do Death to Smooshy on the last one? Um, I think so, yeah. And I watched that recently. Because uh, uh, I always heard that was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Okay, so I know where to start. And I think we should go ahead and get into it now because we have a lot. And frankly, the movie sucks. So I'd rather give time to that. All right, I'm going to grab a drink, too. I'll be right back. Of course you are. What happened to getting your drink and pissing in your solo cup, man? See, I'll never fucking understand this guy, Zach. If you guys could see my station right now, it's pretty well equipped. I've got uh, either coffee or hot tea, and then I've got water, and i got drinks. i got everything I need so I don't have to get up. Now, the one area Zach has me on is the fact that he brings a solo cup if he has to piss. But if you guys go through the archives, you guys will have a hard time finding an episode where I get up to piss. I'm prepared. Zach isn't. Just separates the men from the boys. Yeah, that's because, uh, you know, I'm uh, the ultimate uh, Omega. I, uh, you know, I, I fly by the seat of my pee. You don't know what I'm going to I'm like the fucking wind, baby. I just I'm like the wind. I just think, uh, you know, one of us is an amateur and the other one's a professional. That's all I'm saying. I think we are yin and yang. I think we complement each other very well. I'm just saying one of us is, uh, you know. That's all I'm going to say. Well, that's what's funny. I can uh, I can sit down and have a drink ready uh, before we start, and then uh, it's gone within 30 minutes of the movie. And then I'm like, I should have grabbed two drinks, but then one of them would be not so cold now. How are you pounding drinks that fast when you never shut up? I don't hear you drinking. How's do you have it on IV? Going straight to the vein? Yeah, exactly. That's that's how all the fucking pros do. It's the Omega way to do it. All right, so let me go ahead and start with these comments here. We uh, by the a listener by the name of Mike Bloodsworth. That's an awesome name, by the way, dude. That's metal. Um, your comments. I mean, maybe it's not as awesome. He just says, "Fuck the commentary." Now, <laughs> I, I, I fuck the com in general. Like, fuck the format of a commentary. Is that what he means? Fuck the commentary. 
Yeah, fuck the dumb shit is basically what he's saying. Or is he saying fuck this commentary? And yeah. I don't know what that means. So either you weren't happy with the commentary or you're yet somebody that uh, saw a thumbnail and... He, he wanted to watch the movie and was pissed that the movie wasn't on the video. Because it says commentary right in the title. But whatever. I mean, what can you expect, man? This is YouTube. YouTube's been around a long time at this point. Maybe we should start placating those people. Maybe we should uh, title it something that has nothing to do with the movie. That way, people that want to hear a commentary don't even know where to look for it. I mean, but... I'll, anybody that's displeased with that, do do you go on YouTube on a regular basis and watch your movies? Is this where is that where you normally find success? Wow, uh, I guess because there's not. I mean, nine times out of ten, you try to find a movie on YouTube, it's not on there. That's what I'm saying. Like, what what their expectations are awfully. But you want to watch Twin Sitters? That's a dark film. Is that on YouTube? Cool. Mm-hmm. That could be it. That could be an episode of. Uh, that could be a commentary, or that could be. An episode of Cinema Anima, because I've never seen Twin Sitters. Twin Sitters is dog. We have a listener by the name of Oats Mold. That's a cool name, too. I think it's Oats, not Oots. But whatever. Left me uh, a comment here, a big long comment, uh, commenting on the Scott Atkins interview I did way back when, a few years back. Uh, back when I got, the, I got, I think, our first and only exclusive ever, man. What, the Skatkins? Yeah, the Skatkins, man. He gave me an exclusive. I, I got it out of him that he auditioned for Batman at the time, back when Ben Affleck had just been sort of announced, you know, and, and that was new. Well, maybe he get it out that Ben Affleck's out. Yeah. Already. Well, I know. I Well, now everybody's making the rounds of that again, and his, his audition tape is going making the rounds online and stuff. But we got the exclusive. It was cool. And I had mm-hmm. people messaging me when I had that uh, interview up, asking if they could take clips, uh, take the take the clip from the long because the interview was long. I mean, that's the way we were doing back then was long format. And people were asking if they could take the clip of him talking about the Batman audition and using it for their stuff. And I was like, no. Oh, he said no. <laughs> yeah, why would I do? It was my exclusive. That was a big deal. I, I would have said yes. I would have been a bitch. I would have been, I would have rolled right over. No, but I'd be like, yeah, my internet is your internet. My exclusive is yours. Yeah, but why would I want? Why would I want a channel that was bigger? Or somebody else taking my exclusive and taking all the traffic. You know what I mean? That's probably the the better way to look at it. But I'm a fucking uh, a cuck boy bitch, and I would have just rolled right over. I was proud of that interview. Anyway, he says, um. I don't know which order this is. He goes, well, since he's auditioned for Batman before, why not just have Scott Atkins as our new Batman? He's in great shape. He obviously wants to play the role, so give him a chance. I think I say if we can't have Ben Affleck, as we need a younger Batman, it makes sense to have Scott, who is already auditioned for the role. Uh, I'll admit it. It would be easier to accept. Ah, back then, I thought he would have made a great Batman. You know what they should do? They should just fucking, uh, the nostalgia angle is fucking big. I say, get fucking Michael Keaton, and you get fucking, uh, you get the Joker back, you fucking re-put the the gang back together, you get fucking, uh, what's Jack his Nicholson. name to direct it? Big Fat Nicholson. Exactly. And you get, uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, you, that would be, a uh, Donk. You know that movie would make money. Well, that was making the rounds online this week, too. And people have talked about Michael Keaton being cast, like so. Bring cast Michael Keaton as as old Batman and Batman Beyond, make a Batman Beyond movie. I'd call. And uh, Kevin Smith on his podcast said the same thing this week, or somebody had mentioned, you know, Michael Keaton do a Batman Beyond adaptation, have Michael Keaton come back to play old Batman. It works perfectly. 
And so that was kind of going around. And I, and I would go see it in a heartbeat. I'd love it. Michael Keaton's Donk. Yeah. I got that movie that you told me about on the last one, Clean and Sober, to watch. Oh, that would be a good cinema anima. Yeah. That would be a good one. So you haven't watched it, have you? Mm-mm. I, maybe, yeah. I, I, mean, I need a... I don't think that's on Blu-ray. How'd you acquire it? Uh, F movies. Okay. That website. Maybe... Not that I endorse it. Maybe put a copy of that in the box so I can watch it. There's literally no way to watch the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. but I'd love to watch that again. So that'd be a good episode. Anyway, Oliver, close off. You also comment on the It's Path the Movie commentary. And we have a few comments I need to go over on this one. So we'll be on this one for a bit. Uh, she goes, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Referring to that GameStop transsexual outburst did you see that no you didn't watch that video that was going around like crazy mm-hmm. it's this guy that wants to be referred to as ma'am because he wants to be identified as a woman and he was dressed like a woman but he was this big fucking yoked dude like he looked like he was on roids he was fucking jacked as shit and he was scary he did not look like a chick at all he looked like a big jack dude wearing a halter top and had his hair in a ponytail. It was fucked up. And he was raging over trying to return a game that had been opened or something, something like that. And I don't know Mm. what they were doing. They were either not going to take it or maybe offer store. I think they weren't going to take it. Maybe after he escalated. And that's a vulnerable position because GameStop is already a bunch of fucking cocksuckers already. You're already in a bad mood to have to go to the GameStop. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they were trying to return it. And I don't remember if it had been opened and they weren't going to do anything for her. Maybe after she or he, she escalated. Maybe they offered for store credit, but none of it it was, it was just making her, him, her, I can't, I don't know, mad, it mad. And, uh, anyway, the clerk behind the counter, he was keeping his cool pretty well. And he accidentally kept referring to him as sir, which is just making him mad, worse. And even though and he was like saying, it's ma'am, it's ma'am, with veins bulging and in a gnarly man voice. And even then, like there's this point where he snapped. When he said, you know, when he called her, man, he called him, sir, again. I'm sorry, sir. I mean, ma'am, we <laughs> kept making it worse, digging the hole. And this guy went on a Hulk smash rampage throughout the store and started smashing shit. And uh, yeah. it's a great video. You should watch it, man. Anyway, so that's the context behind that. It's a lot of fun. William Lowry, our boy, William, he says, it's Pat sounded like it was as fun watching paint dry. And no, Zach, Chud 2 was not based on the original Return of the Living Dead script in any shape or form. Just debunked a rumor. Well, he's the connoisseur of the movie, so, you know. That's one of my favorites, too. The original Return of the Living Dead. But he he would know. And he goes, and yes, Aaron, the Return of the Living Dead is one of my all-time favorite movies. Though, Shawshank is my number one favorite. Really? That's Dong, too. That's a good movie, but... uh. I don't know. I I guess I wouldn't have pegged that because that's kind of an easy thing to say. Mm. It's a great movie. It's kind of like Forrest Gump. It's it's uh, people today like to say Forrest Gump's a pile of shit. Like it's not. A, they're lying. Front dude. You go on these like elitist elitist uh, film you know groups and stuff, and they're all like, "That's a terrible film." Forrest Gump's the worst fucking movie in the world. I'm like, really? Forrest Gump? I mean, you could be tired of it it can be played out to you but you know damn well it is not 
this it's not only is it not the worst movie ever made it's not even a bad movie it's a good movie right mm. don't 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 front like you didn't watch that and love that in the mid 90s they're they're sucking the fucking uh elite cock they're like oh you shoot that fucking uh demon semen all over my tits it's just uh, it's just cool to hate you know popular mm-hmm. stuff the contrarian exactly uh nicholas hall our one of our favorite new commenters man he's been going through the archives like crazy we got a lot of comments from him and i'm going to try and get to them all so i want to do this he says on the pat commentary do you guys have revival house merch i'd rock an all black hoodie and the yellow revival house logo been introducing you guys to my homies greetings from buffalo new york hell yeah that's dark so first and foremost, man, thank you so much for spreading the revival message. So that's that that's more valuable to us than anything else. He's spreading the revival mayonnaise, though. That's what we gotta co- refer to it as. He's not spreading the message; it's the revival mayonnaise. You're spreading the revival mayonnaise on the tits of your friends. That's dog. Uh, so keep doing that, please. And uh, as far as merch, we're still closing in on that. Uh, we're we're trying to work out. The Patreon, we're cooking up merch ideas. It's going to happen. Give us a little bit of time. And, and and something else, though, and that's actually, I think, where things like Cinema Enema and stuff were birthed as well through the idea of the Patreon and, and doing all this other stuff. And I think with Cinema Enema coming out, that's going to help us shape some Patreon stuff too, right? Because the thing is, is I, I want people to be more involved and I would love for uh, an extra nice perk for folks that want to support uh, would be to help sort of delegate where the podcast goes so for example i know we're talking about a concept of of a a pre-thought-out film and then sending it out to people and let us know and you guys can submit questions then but honestly i think it could be a cool vehicle to kind of do it the other way as well where we take your submissions and then we form the podcast around that if that makes sense too we could kind of find a perfect format we can't really do that with some stuff it's too hard because, like I said, we, we pick a movie and we do it. We can take your recommendations for a film and we can do it. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. So we always read the questions at the end. I think with Cinema Enema, I think it'd be cool to try and experiment taking the submissions from you guys of news bits and at least through the news segment part of it. I don't really know how we're going to do it yet. Uh, format the show and the flow based off the questions. And I can have that all gone over before we start the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? So I I think we could sort of work this out to the, the Patreon stuff is what I'm saying. So we'll get it all figured out. And hell yeah, man. I, I wasn't even thinking about hoodies, but hoodies would be cool. You think Cinema Enema is a good title or do you think it's too jokey? Uh, I think it's a good title. I, I don't I don't know. What do you guys think? You know what made me think about it is I, I, I got an enema for the first time in my life uh, like last weekend. I, I gave it to myself. It was pretty dog. Yeah? You gave it to yourself? Yeah, I got a box of two because I, I haven't, like, before that I didn't take a shit. Well, like, uh, yeah, it, was, it goes back to, uh, like I mentioned it, like, uh, it's, it's really hard to shit out. And, then, like, I'd have to, uh, like put my finger out my butthole and try to help it out. 
and it just wasn't coming out. It was like it was fucking. So yeah, I had to. I, I got a box it too because I knew I'd fuck up the first time because I put it in. And it's like, oh yeah, you, you leave it in until uh, you can't hold it anymore, and then yeah, you get up and take a shit. But uh, yeah, basically, I, I put it in, and right away I'm like, oh yeah, I got a shit. But I, I didn't really. It was just because I had all the fucking liquid up there. <laughs> But yeah, you're supposed to like fucking uh, leave it in there at least five minutes. So the second time, I uh, I had to wait like 24 hours to do it again. But then the second time, I did it right. It was dog. Hey man, where did where does where does the name of the podcast come into play? Because we're just talking about your enema a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of uh, came up with it while I was uh, laid on the floor with the uh, water up my ass. It's pretty dog. <laughs> so. Uh, I think it's a wonderful title. I think it's great. Is it kind of silly? Yeah. Uh, but I, what's in a name, right? I think I think once we start the show, the, it's just going to sort of encompass what the name is and vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm curious to hear what you guys think of the name, you know? But I think it's a pretty cool name. It grabs you. It's, it's memorable for sure. So anyway... Uh, we'll definitely look into that. Uh, I don't. Does Teespring do hoodies, Zach? Uh, probably. We'll figure it out. I wonder. Uh, well, okay, you're up in New York, man. Maybe one of these days we'll hit a convention in New York or something. That'd be pretty cool. Hell yeah! Hopefully you're uh, you're holding up up there, man. I know it's been freezing balls up there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Zach lives in the Midwest. I just came back from a week in the Midwest, and it was cold enough for me. I, I, I'm, it's New York in the Midwest? No, that's the Northeast, but you know they're fucking cold, too, right? Yeah. You know, colder than a well digger's chicken. So A well digger's ass. So I was very much happy to come back to Arizona. That's where I live. Zach's all weird about doxing himself where he lives and stuff, and uh, no one's going to find you. You know, have I? Yeah, you're always like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you don't like to tell anything. Zach lives in Illinois. He can cut that out if he wants. Midwest. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and I love it. I couldn't wait to get back home. So, anyway, Nicholas, you also state, I made that first comment about the merch before I listened to the podcast. Zach, I'm sorry to hear about your dog, man. That sucks. I had to put my dog Jake to sleep a few years ago. He was 15. I'm sorry, bro. So that's a good fucking long age, though. Well, it's a, it's a he lived a good, happy life, and uh, that's the same thing I said about Zach's dog. He was mm. he lived a long, healthy life, and I'm sure that's a big reason why dogs like that live so long because they have something to live for, right? They have good ownership and you know a good family and a good home. So clearly, you mm. both did something right. And uh, I don't know if you're apologizing because you felt weird about asking something like that and then heard about the dog thing. It is cool, man. We can talk about merch and give condolences on pets in the same same breath. It's all Yeah, we pro- we might have mentioned uh, merch in the episode. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, it's all good. Getting it. But we haven't thought about a hoodie, though. So I appreciate the idea. Now we're going to look into it. We're still trying to like come up with designs. And I know, um, I know for sure... We want to just have a plain revival design. That's a given. Just something simple for the people that don't want to be too offensive. Mm-hmm. We got to have, we got to represent everybody, right? We, for all you little tykes out there that want to represent the revival brand at your elementary school, we got to have something for you. We don't want you being like me and accidentally putting on your mother's Joe Camel t-shirt she got via redeeming Camel Bucks and then finding out the hard way that, wow, you can't promote cigarettes. 
in a public school. Yeah, we should have like a Joe Campbell shirt and just take off the fucking Campbell logo, <laughs> whatever it's called, and put BTM podcast or uh, <laughs> Revival House. Revive Joe Campbell is our own. He's our mascot. Yeah, I got a good one. The fucking that chick, uh, legs spread eagle. She's part of your giant, and uh, underneath it just says drink Coke. <laughs> That'd be dog. Well, they're not using Joe Camel anymore. We can literally just put BTM over the Camel logo and just adopt him, right? Yeah, that'd be dog. Well, they ditched him because I don't remember. There was some issue with him because, like I said, he was glorifying smoking, right? He made smoking look cool to kids. Everybody wanted to be like the fucking Camel. What kills me is it probably wasn't their call. I'm pretty sure there was some kind of like suit against it because that was kind of their goal the whole time. Like, well, duh, it makes you look cool. That's why we fucking got the Camel. He's got a leather jacket. He's got a hot rod. He's got glasses. You know, he's rad. See, if anything, I should have told people not to smoke because uh, he's fucking smoking. It'll, it'll morph your face to look like a fucking Campbell's face. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, but no, man, thanks so much for those compliments and be on the lookout because we'll get you more information on all that stuff. Um, up next, we got the one and only David Capper. David Capper. Ah, boy. We're still on It's Path the Movie, guys. So uh, See, uh, fucking uh, our boy who made our uh, fucking theme songs that you can hear, babe. Uh, he's a doc. He's a, uh, I refer to him as uh, David Capperfield, the, uh, the fucking musician, magician. Uh, that's too much of a tongue twister. We're going to call him the sex magician. He's a doc. He goes, honored to help close out a great episode. All of Canada was listening. Well, there's only 36 people in the whole country, but still, thanks again. Uh, response to comparing it film to the books discussion that we were having, right? Because if you guys listen to that commentary we did, it seemed like all the comments we were reading were, were, were quick to talk about the ritual of chewed and they were really jumping on this fucking shining bandwagon explaining it, the movie. And it was just, uh, our argument was, well, you can't, you can't use the logic that's in the books if they chose to ignore it in the movies for for practical purposes. Like, why 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 is the book gonna explain the movie? It makes no sense. I think it it's pronounced the ritual of Chud, and it, it's really uh, bringing that movie into uh, it explains everything. And they're cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. I think. Well, it's this weird subliminal thing of well, the the Shining explains all the plot holes in the It movies. Oh, okay. Great. Anyway, this is his two cents. He says, it's like seeing a picture of the Mona Lisa on an album cover. In a music video or movie, an art student would say, well, the actual painting is really, really small. You can only get five feet close to it. It's always surrounded by a crowd and kept in a room and has its temperature regulated and so on. But none of those factors have anything to do with it being on someone's t-shirt or you seeing it in a movie. Same with comparing a book to its movie. Outside factors are interesting, but do not affect that particular version of the art. Bam. So, mm-hmm. basically, Capper is a team team revival on that. Team BTM. Thank you. Makes sense. He's spreading the fucking revival band-aids on everybody. Well, I mean, if we were doing a podcast comparing the two, fair enough. Or if we were doing some kind of social commentary or podcast on the book, fair enough. But it was a film commentary. Basically, it is not required to have read the book, and I have never read the book. So it's totally natural for someone to go into the movie and be like, well, what the fuck does that mean? These are plot holes everywhere. Well, you're a dummy. You should have read the the Bible-length novel. The faux book. Any movie that 
requires a book as a companion piece for it to make sense. Uh. See, basically, we're we're just protecting our asses. We uh, we fucking did. Uh, we're we're the labos, and uh, we're fucking giving ourselves an out. Like, uh, well, we're not supposed to do that anyway, bro. He also uh, ends his comment here, David Capper, with a quick suggestion. He says, "What about a quotathon episode where you guys watch one?" of or all all time faves and try and quote along as much of the dialogue as you can and arnie or van damme film will be perfect rock on revival house i don't know man sometimes we've done that with a couple of comedies in the past that's why the comedies turn out to be shit yeah there's a while where being back we're like we can't do comedies uh we'll just uh quote the movie and we won't be talking about <laughs> it it won't be entertaining <laughs> well i know it's just really weird uh i don't know that would be really tough to do Maybe uh, come visit us at a convention sometime, and we'll do that in private. And we'll we'll because that's that's how like Riverman and I talk anyway. We'll have a conversation. when Zach sees me and River in our element. You'll see that we do a lot of quotation talking, and and somehow make it relevant to whatever it is that we're really trying to get across. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, that that could be tricky. Um, but we'll see for sure. But thank you so much for your comment, David Capper. We're still loving the hell out of that tune. It's great. That dude got me laid eight times already. Hell yeah, man. Zach needed it, too. Like I said, his, his dog just passed away, man. So everybody should give him some booty. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, his pup would have wanted it that way. Adrian Mendoza, the Omega, he comments on the Pat documentary. He says, Zach, I'm so sorry that your dog passed away. My heart goes out to you as you grieve the loss of a very lovable friend. Well, that's sweet of you, man. Mm-hmm. Pat, uh, sorry, you're not Pat. I almost called you Pat. The movie. Zach, do you have anything you want to say to Adrian for uh, the condolences? Thank you, Adrian. You my boy. You the Omega. <laughs> uh, let me see. 30, he gave us... Mendoza also left another comment. He gave us a timestamp, but it sounds like it's... The, I don't even have to really listen to it. He's basically... It's the timestamp where we're wondering who requested the film. It's Pat. And he goes, LOL, I think I requested this film. I didn't think you guys would actually watch it. Well, now you fucking tell us. Now you fucking tell us it was a joke. Great. Uh, He goes, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never fully seen this movie. I'm loving how much of a torture this is for you, Aaron. I think Dean Ween is cute. I think the next movie should be Big Bully. I promise not to recommend anything ever again. Well, don't say that. Uh, yeah, I fucking uh, don't do that, babe. <laughs> just it's all good. Just don't recommend this movie again, Pat. Don't don't we won't do that again. But uh, Big Bully, that's been on the back burner for a long time. We will get to it. I think the last three movies we've done at this point are comedies, so we might have to. We might. I don't know if I want to do another comedy next. I'm not sure, but we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. I promise. And as always, man, you can message us as much as you want. You can always recommend stuff, and we're always going to take you. Seriously, to the utmost, Mendoza. So thank you so much, Omega. Uh, Our boy Josh James, he commented on It's Path the Movie. He says, this movie was an absolute turd. What's next? Ghostbusters 2016? Ick. Let's do a juggernaut soon. Uh, Zach and I have talked about doing Ghostbusters 2016 for a while now. We'll probably save that for the next October Bliss or something. We just couldn't. We didn't have any more room for any more shit. This that's a two-hour long movie, babe. We'll have to break that bitch up into two or something, mm. but we'll get to it eventually. It's it's not a good movie, and it will be torture. There will be blood, dude. I can't believe this, dude. So on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, the Secret of the Use commentary, uh, a new commenter by the name of Leafy Cyber Dragon. That's a cool name. 
he makes the coolest request of all time. Idle hands, please. Well, you're in luck. Oh, uh, see, there, there's people out there that love the idle hands. Well, but, well, you see, I had to fucking convince this motherfucker to do idle hands. He's like, I don't, I'd never heard of it. I never watched it. Well, Leafy, you're in luck. I shared you the link there in the comments, but we already did do Idle Hands, and uh, we were probably talking about it in that particular commentary, commentary that you commented on. Um, probably. We we ended up doing it, so it's there for you. So enjoy it uh, amongst all the other great commentaries we've done. Nicholas Hall, you commented on our house guest commentary, and how exciting that you finally got around to doing that one because I love the house guest commentary. We had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. And he said... You guys should definitely do the Bob Hoskins Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> it was made for Revival House. Hell yeah, it was. That's why we did it like a million years ago. So, and I, and I, and I shared that with him. I, I put in the comments so it's there for you to see, but we did that one and we also did a five minute Super Mario Brothers movie that Zach put together that to me underappreciated because it was so fucking funny. It was so funny. I love that one. And, uh, he did get back at us and said, fuck yeah, dude, that's one I want to sit down at home and watch with a commentary. He actually wants to watch that shit movie with it. it. He's so excited about it. And he says, that's happening after the night shift. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he says, I remember when I sat down to watch that as a child, I was so fucking confused as to what was happening on the screen. Dude, I was too. I remember seeing the commercial advertising it on TV and they had a quick cut in the trailer of Koopa, the dinosaur T-Rex Koopa. Remember popping his head out of that that weird bin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that was Yoshi. I'm like, oh, man, Yoshi looks fierce as fuck. <laughs> fucking fierce Yoshi. Uh, fucking Yoshi, he's going to fucking, he's going to make this movie great. Looking fierce as fuck like that. He uh, That movie came out during the same time that that ABC sitcom Dinosaurs was on the air. You know, not the mama. You remember that? Oh, that, that's a dog-ass show. So I think when I saw that little T-Rex pop out in, in the trailer, it also kind of reminded me of something from that show. I used to have a the baby. I used to have a, a talking baby, and he would say, not the mama, and stuff like that. Exactly. We all had that motherfucker. I would love to have that motherfucker again. We always... How can people forget about that show, man? That that, that little dinosaur baby was a, a mini cultural phenom, right? Like, not, not quite mm-hmm. Urkel status, but it was it was something. And he had Sherman Hemsley as uh, the boss at his job, as contractor. That was cool, too. We should do episodes of that. That would be weird. I think we should. I have the whole series, babe. Do you? On DVD or what? Mm-hmm. Is it still on Netflix? It was on Netflix for the longest time. It might have taken it off. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, maybe maybe it's on Hulu because Hulu basically bought up all the old ABC properties, right? Like they've all mm. – so maybe that's on there too. Uh, yeah, I'd like to try and do something like that too. It'd be fun. Did they have any Halloween or holiday-themed episodes? Uh, probably. Uh, remember that episode where uh, the older brother was turned into a caveman? Robbie. At night. Yeah. I do- that might have been a – scary like halloween episode actually i think that was a puberty episode i don't remember it too well so i'd like to revisit it uh, i think i when it was on netflix a handful of years ago i tried reliving it and uh, i watched a couple episodes and it it didn't age so well for me i was like wow this isn't that good but it still looks incredibly neat and the idea just the concept that they, they thought they could put that on prime time back in the early 90s was nuts mm-hmm. it's it's still it's still kind of nuts to think about but uh, and I can't believe somebody greenlit it, basically. Uh, Nicholas Hall, you also comment on our Ghostbusters 2 live commentary we did with Mac. 
And uh, you say, I can't wait to see The Irishman. Uh, it has my favorite comedian in it, Jim Norton, playing Don Rickles. I don't care if he's only going to be in it for a minute. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts, Sirius XM 103, represent. P.S. Happy belated New Year's. I'm stoked for The Irishman. It can't come soon enough. I need to I need to look it up. What are you doing, man? What are you, what are you doing over there? No, what's up, boy? Oh, okay. It's making a lot of noise in my ear hole. Sorry. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, man. I don't know when it's supposed to come out. I think it's supposed to drop soon, though. Uh, all I know is please don't disappoint because I've been hyped up for a, a long time about it. So hopefully when it comes out, it's just uh fucking De Niro and all these people fucking each other and just blowing fat dots at each other's faces. Uh, that would blow everybody's mind. I watched a behind the scenes. No, well, I saw some behind the scenes photos, some publication put out and, um, you never get to see this stuff, the movie magic, but it was a it was a shot from the set, and De Niro was wearing those fucking stilt shoes, those platforms to make him look taller, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Which he's about the same height as Pacino. Maybe they want his character to come off more domineering, you know? But because fuck, man, he had about eight inch platforms on, and it's so weird to actually see them on set, you know, zoomed out, and you see that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know; it'd be hard to take that seriously. Kiss boots. Uh, but thank you for that comment. And Nicholas Hall, you're going through the archives, my friend. Uh, Children of the Corn commentary. He says, what are your guys' thoughts on Stephen King's 1408 with John Cusack? I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I've seen it, uh, I've seen it uh, two or three times, and I enjoy it. I saw that in the theater. Did you? What would you think of it? I remember thinking it was decent. Was it? Uh, I, want, I wonder if it would have been a better theatrical viewing. I, re- I watched it on TV or rented it or something. Mm-hmm. I dig it. It's not one I I revisit often. No, I've watched it a couple of times, and I will say this: it's a it's a movie that's PG thirteen that really doesn't need to be R. Mm. You know, because there's not a whole lot of dialogue. A lot of it's a one man show with John Cusack. They have one f bomb in there. It's like you don't really need to have. I guess it wouldn't be rated R. It's just kind of a psychological mind fuck. So, mm-hmm. but I, I dig it. I'd like to watch it again though. Why not? Uh, you made your way to our Hellraiser 3 Hell on Earth commentary, Nicholas. You go on to say, Zach, come hang out in Buffalo. We'll eat some chicken wings and watch all the homeless people you want. Fuck yeah. Side note, if you do come to Buffalo, Duff's chicken wings are better than Anchor Bars. My personal favorite is Wise Guys Pizza in South Buffalo. Uh, he also goes on to say, I went to South Park High School in Buffalo, New York. You were not allowed to wear solid blue or solid red shirts because of the Crips and the Bloods always fighting at school. As dog. Uh, fucking every time I die, I recently got a day named after him in uh, Buffalo, New York. Really? Exactly. Exactly. What's interesting is comments and stuff in these really old commentaries. Like, this is Hellraiser 3. We're assuming you're talking about something we discussed in the, co- <laughs> the commentary, but I we don't remember, right? So I'm assuming we... Talked about chicken wings, or did we talk about uh, the Bloods and the Crips, or I don't know. Probably. Probably. We we tend to go all over the place. But I, I do remember really liking that commentary, so thank you so much. And uh, I guess Zach's the only one that's got the invite to Buffalo. Well, fuck you then, punk. Exactly. I know. I'm just kidding. That's all right. So, Zach, I guess, since I'm not invited, if you ever go to Buffalo and you eat at Duff's Chicken Wings, you'll have to tell me how good they are. I'm going to go on fucking every time I die day and fucking hang out with our boy and uh, eat those chicken wings with that sauce. Yeah. And you'll send me pictures gloating. 
Exactly. Well, and then you also made your way, Nicholas Hall, to Return of the Living Dead 3 commentary. He says, you guys and Riverman should do Land of the Dead. I agree wholeheartedly. We've talked about doing Land of the Dead quite a number of times. And uh, it'd be perfect for Riverman to join in on that because uh, I don't know if you know it yet, but if you listen back to all the history and all the old episodes, if you can get your hands on them, hint, hint, they're on iTunes, I think, or or uh, they're not on iTunes yet, are they? Yeah, they're on there. They are, yeah. If you want to find the really old stuff, go to iTunes and the podcast networks. That's how we bonded. I met Riverman way back in the day when we were kids, and he was all into Day of the Dead and Tom Savini and Romero. That was his. That was his church. So he really kind of introduced me to Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, and all that stuff. And he actually introduced me to Reanimator. He was sort of a gateway. Um, so I would love to do it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like that movie that much. I don't think it's a very good movie either. But I. It's still, it would be a fun topic though, because I think it's almost a good movie. It's, it's missing something. It feels like half a movie. It's got things going for it. It just flounders in, in certain parts. And I, I think it'd be a fun discussion to have. And there's a lot of history behind it too, especially he kind of got fucked by the studios. And then he went on to have to go make those low budget pieces of garbage, you know, survival of the dead and blah, 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 blah. So. I guess it's just a matter of getting Riverman to come on and do a movie that isn't the best because his time's so precious. Mm-hmm. I, it has to be like a movie that he absolutely loves too, it seems. But I think we can get him on to do Land of the Dead. We'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Hall, you comment on, well, this isn't uh, a commentary, but I think I'm going to read it anyway, just because I don't get to do him that much. But uh, I'll, I'll probably read it on the deep end as well. But he's, he comments on the first episode of The Deep End that you and I were on, Zach. The first episode. I saw this one. This one's good. Yeah. So, Nicholas Hall, I'm glad you found that. And and like I was saying earlier, we're going to start trying to do more of those as well. We're trying to get our time managed well enough to where we can balance all these different shows and keep everything consistent. But I'm, I'm stoked you, you found your way to that one. And I'm glad you started with episode one. And uh, he says, good thing I worked the night shift because you brought me to tears. I lost my daughter, Emily, in 2016, dealing with depression ever since. This podcast was very compelling and cathartic. Thank you. And by the way, I really hope it was okay to read that on the air. I didn't even think about that. I didn't really think about it until mm-hmm. after I read it. So I don't know. Oh, you could ask him. But if, if not, we could just cut it out of the episode. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll ask and we can take care of that. But, you know, you did put it on the public forum, so I'm assuming it's probably okay. But we'll still ask. But no, man, I, I appreciate that. It's uh, I'm glad it could resonate, and I think Zach and I are both very, we're both agreeing that that's we're terribly sorry you had to deal with that, man. That's that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I I think stuff like that. I don't think it ever leaves us. I don't think uh, the wounds of loss ever completely heal up. I just think you deal with them differently over time. Mm-hmm. And at least in my case. I sort of just learned how to appreciate the time that we had with, with whoever. And we kind of learn from them with the time that we had. And so, you know, in the case of the stuff I was talking about, I learned to appreciate life and I learned to not be afraid and to live life and to do all these things that I know that that person would want me to do. You know, in the, in the case of someone like my sister, there was nothing that made her happier than her family. So, of course she would want her family to be happy, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I imagine your daughter was probably the same. 
So yeah, it's just, it's, it's a long thing, man. It's a, it's a huge thing, but thanks so much for listening to that. And hopefully you make your way through the rest of those. They're not always going to be on that topic. It's just kind of a format in a, in a podcast that we can talk about topics that aren't super relevant to film and all this entertaining stuff. Um, we can just kind of get real and talk about whatever. So, uh, hopefully you like them now save the, the best for last. Uh, <laughs> we got this comment on our showdown, a little Tokyo commentary, and it was completely in Spanish. So I had to run this bad boy through Google translate. So it's going to be a little broken just because that's the way translators work online, but I'm going to read it just as it translates. Uh, first, actually, I'm going to read it in Spanish. Anybody out there who speaks Spanish, you can let me know how badly I butcher it. Esto es una mierda. Poner la peluquia no mierdes y churradas. Google Translate says, this is a shit to put the movie, not shit and bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what you just said, but fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. That was on a movie. No, I, essentially, <laughs> I get the point. You're basically mad because it's not the movie. <laughs> uh, duh. I don't know what else. Exactly. Yeah, they they fuck it. Uh, we got to put the movie. We That's what we should do. We should just start putting the movie with a commentary. We'll get kicked off of uh, YouTube every time. But, you know, they'll be happy. So I, I'm going to go out on a limb here, uh, Marino Hernandez, because that's who left the, the feedback. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that you don't want me to pitch that we're also on podcast services and iTunes because you're all about video, clearly. You don't want to just hear our commentary. But for the rest of you, be sure if you're watching this on YouTube, obviously subscribe, click the notification bell. Do like our uh, do like our, our good friend uh, Nicholas Hall here and share us with your friends and family. But also make sure to follow us on your, your podcast service of choice because we're on all of them. And uh, check us out there. You know, they tend to go up earlier. They're a lot more liberating i don't know we can get away with more audio stuff that we can't hear on youtube because unlike unlike our friend uh marino hernandez seems to believe we get tagged for every little thing we're no longer monetized on youtube right we're not we're not monetized Mm -hmm. on youtube anymore because of nothing really just for nothing so can you imagine if we actually put movies up here it's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know i tried uh we put we've had a couple of things get totally taken down we got our mortal Kombat defenders of the realm or no not the defenders of the realm what's it called journey begins yeah that had a video on it we were experimenting with it and uh that one got totally removed so we had to re-upload audio form so it's not like we haven't tried it just doesn't fly so anyway everybody go over there uh if you're so inclined check us out on itunes google play uh, stitcher spotify leave us feedback over there leave us a five-star rating leave us a nice little uh encouraging statement on one of those that goes a long way zach's peeing in a cup i'm gonna wait till he's done i hear the bubbles fizzing shake it shake it are you shaking that was a that was a stopper. I had to stop, otherwise it would have overfilled. Okay, <laughs> I can't just stop. It stings. Anyway, so yeah, uh, that would mean the world of us, uh, world to us. If you guys could check us out over there, and once again share us. Uh, same old thing, man. Be on the lookout for the rest of our shows. Uh, just know on iTunes and, and the like, you can follow the revival feed as a whole, where you're going to get all our shows. That's Mac and Zach Save the World, uh, the upcoming Cinema Enema. Uh, Deep End with myself, Aaron Lipscomb, the upcoming Josh James unnamed action cast. I don't really know what he's going to call it yet. Uh, you can follow it there or you can follow the shows individually. It's up to you. Uh, maybe there's some of you guys that uh, absolutely hate something like Deep End. 
Totally different type of stuff. I wouldn't blame you. Maybe you like these and you hate Mac and Zach. Once again, not for everybody. I would not blame you at all. <laughs> but I think you guys should follow it and get all of it. Get your get your revival fix. And uh, goodness gracious, man, what else we got to promote? We, we got so much stuff coming at you guys. I, I don't even know where to begin. Hopefully, maybe by the time that this podcast up, there is that new podcast from Josh James. There's one of those posted here on the Revival Network. Uh, perhaps we have a cinema anima up. I'm not too sure. Our, we're like in Back to the Future, man. We're we're calling, we're contacting you guys from the future right now, uh-huh. right? So we don't know what's out, but just just check it out. And thank you so much for the comments and all the recommendations, requests. Keep throwing those at us because we always take them very seriously. And uh, sooner or later, we get to them. We get to them. But that's all we got. I think the last thing I'll say is reminder for anybody, anybody that's a new listener especially, if you guys are living in the Midwest anywhere, uh, as of right now, we have an appearance. We're going to be at the Kansas City Crypticon Convention. That's the weekend of July 12th to the 14th. If somebody is in the vicinity, feel free to drop by, say hi. Shake Zach's dick. Talk to Riverman. Shake your wee-wee. Shake your wee-wee. Ask Riverman in person why he's not on the show enough. And I'm looking forward to that weekend because uh, we'll pro- we're will we going to be I, – I mean, I don't know if I've, if I've talked it over with you, but we'll totally do a podcast from, the sh- from there. We'll do it from the booth, and we'll have to do some live stuff while we're there. So we'll figure out some fun stuff to do. Dog. But that's all I got, man. Zach, you got anything you want to add before we uh, put it? I saw a guy, bye. All right. Well, you guys have been awesome, and uh, we've been awesome as well. See you next week, guys. Bye-bye, puppets. End of the week at the Revival House. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies are Polly Shore. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye-bye, puppets. Zach Pete in a solo cup band. Josh's Scott failed and Riverman's bail. Bye-bye, puppets. Sounds good. Like this country used to. <laughs>